host, Harla Nivens. Hi, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman show. Our show is a partner with Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can go to loveministriesbuilds.org, get all of the great information about Love Ministries. You can also uh, feel free to head to my website. It's carlanivens.com. Well, we are so excited to welcome back to the show this is Rachel Ann Ridge, and Rachel is um, has just put out her new book. I'm gonna I'm gonna move it around here to make sure we can get it in the shot here. It is the Donkey Principle: The Secret to Long Haul Living in a Race Horse World. Thank you so much, Rachel, for being here and joining us again. Absolutely, thank you so much for having me. It's a, it's so fun to get to chat. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we were just saying before we started that it it truly has been a while. It's been a couple of years since 2019, we suppose, um, with COVID and everything, things get kind of scrambled around. So Rachel, could you start by reminding us where, where in the world did you come up with this idea? <laughs> To build this very successful brand around donkeys. <laughs> That's the big question. Why donkeys? <laughs> Why is a nice lady like you uh, have an interest in donkeys? Well, I tell you, it was not on my bucket list uh, to be even really interested in, um, you know, donkey stories. But um, I just have to say that uh, God has a way of uh, surprising us and offering twists and turns that uh, that we did not see coming. And uh, one night, many years ago, uh, my husband and I were um, working on a job site. We had been we had uh, been working on our dream business. We're both creatives. We're both artists, and we had um, built a mural and a design business in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And in the early two thousands, business was booming. We were busy. We were living our dream. We moved out to the country with our three kids and our dog, and uh, you know things were good. And um, then the 2008 housing crisis happened. And as we were approaching that, we began to feel just the pressure and the pinch, those, those lucrative jobs that we had, uh, you know, lined up were fewer and further between. Um, it was harder to fill our calendar. And um, there was one spring night that my husband and I were up on ladders and a you know, in somebody's entryway, trying to finish up a mural and get paid. And about halfway through that night, uh, we, you know, we realized that the money that we were going to make on that particular project was not even going to meet our needs for the rest of the month. And we were <clears throat> just plunged into this despair and anger and, you know, bitter when you're, <laughs> you're working with your spouse, it's sometimes not so fun. Um, and, and that long drive home uh, over our country roads, uh, I just felt so uh, just despondent, you know, felt like the rug had been ripped out from underneath us. And I remember uh, just closing my eyes and just 
praying one of those prayers. It's just a sigh that comes from deep within. It's not like, there's not even really any words. It's just that, Oh God, <laughs> you know, please do something here. Just do, I, I need a miracle. Mm -hmm. And, um, Right about that time, my husband hit the brakes of our old rickety old Explorer and the dust went flying and right in front of our vehicle on our driveway was a donkey, <laughs> a stray donkey. Yes. And, you know, I'm looking over at the dashboard at this donkey and he's looking back at me like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and... Um, to make a long story short, uh, this stray donkey, we we pushed and pulled and bribed and got him somehow into our uh, empty pasture for what we thought was an overnight stay. But when nobody claimed him, nobody came forward, um, this donkey became a, a permanent fixture in our in our family and in our home. And and, you know, that night I had asked for a miracle and I did not get the kind of miracle that I was seeking, but I got a donkey. Yes. <laughs> I got a story and, uh, and that donkey in a, in a roundabout way really became just the miracle that I needed. Um, I needed a, um, not a quick fix answer, a bandaid for not just the financial problems, but the personal issues that I was dealing with. But I, I needed um, a way to just have a vision for how I could walk out and live the rest of my life. And this donkey in my pasture just reminded me that um, that the slow path is often the best path. And um, that it takes a bit of stubbornness and grit and stick to itiveness and resilience to keep going when things are tough. But when you identify and, and resonate with that donkey spirit, I call it embracing your inner donkey. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you you realize that you are um, uh, built for difficult trails. That you're you are well suited for challenges mm -hmm. and. Um, and that we that we are given everything that we need for the the journey that is set before us. So that's a long long way about how did I, you know, donkeys literally landed in my driveway, and um and that's kind of been the the beginning of telling these stories and just sharing these parts of my life with the wider world. Yeah, yeah, I remember thinking, you know, back then, I think. I'm going to, I'm going to go back here to make sure I get this right. I'm going to go in the book. So, so far you have, um, the first book was flash, right? Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. So flash. And then I think the second one was, uh, flash, the donkey makes new friends and then walking with Henry. That's correct. That correct order? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. So I remember, I believe our first conversation I think was about flash and um, um, I think I had a guest um, helping me to interview you. And both of us, after you left, we were like, Lord, where's our donkey like this? <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe maybe the Lord wants you to adopt a donkey. <laughs> maybe this is the word of the Lord to you. <laughs> I'm so scared of animals. And so I'm... I don't know if that's if that's quite what it is, but um, the premise behind that was, you know, like this was completely out of the blue, 
nobody, I mean, no one could have predicted this and, um, and, and that this was the way the Lord was leading you. And it came, it, it came to you really in a stray donkey and all of the things that, that donkeys are, their personalities and, you know, they, <laughs> they're, they're their own animal, you know, they're their own yes. animals. Yes, they are. And there are many of us that can identify with the, we've been called donkeys. Yes. Um, and I say, you know what, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. Um, I, I love that, uh, donkeys are the chosen, uh, the chosen animal that, uh, that Jesus used for his most important ride into Jerusalem. You know, he could have chosen a big flashy, uh, war horse with all the banners and, uh, the, you know, paraphernalia around that, but he chose a donkey who, um, you know, you sit on you're not any higher up than the people that are standing in around you. So he was, you know, really making a statement for about the kind of kingdom that he was, that he was bringing, that he was establishing. And to me, that's just um, another reminder and, and something that brought me forward in bringing this latest book um, about the donkey principle. And, um, and I think over, over the last you know, really since the internet has exploded, you know, we can, we have um, front row seats into what we deem um, success. You know, we can see the influencers, we can see the celebrities, we can see neighbors and their fabulous lives and all of their full successes and their uh, lavish luxury trips, you know, and um, all the promotions and all, you know, all the things. And then we, um, tend to see all of that success and then look at our own lives in comparison and feel we we feel like shabby donkeys in living in a world that celebrates the racehorses the winners the shiny and the flashy mm-hmm. and um and it's really a false um uh, a false way to live in this world because really living a truly meaningful life is the way of the donkey. It is the way of service and finding your own pace and being willing to, um, to dig in and, uh, and be in it for the long haul. So, um, you know, the, the stories just lend themselves, I think to, to the, just a reminder, uh, that, uh, there's, there's more to life than the flashy and shiny, but there's, there's something that's really, um, beautiful about, uh, choosing a more humble way of life and a slower pace. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I think that leaders, number one, have to remember that what, you know, Mm -hmm. what you just said. Um, but, moms, you know, like we're so hard on ourselves. Women, we're so hard on ourselves. And the other thing I was thinking as I was reading through um, the donkey principle is this is perfect to come out, to be released right after Easter, right Mm -hmm. after we are celebrating um, really resurrection and, Mm -hmm. and coming to life. Because when what you thought was going to be the thing and what you thought was going to work out when that dies, when that is in the tomb, when that is, you know, that is no more. Um, then a lot of times we can get our, or get ourselves in that place where we do finally look up and say, okay, Lord, what do you actually want to bring to life? What can, um, be resurrected from 
what I'm going through and and what is my story and and what is my way what is my way forward? Um, I thought this is the perfect thing for people to read to continue to study what it means to um, for this beautiful life that is properly lived, not in comparison with other people or what we think other people are going through, but properly lived and like you said, service to others and um, live in a way that really is at a pace that pleases the Lord. Like mm-hmm. what can be resurrected mm-hmm. out of each of our lives, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, there's always, you know, I, I like to, you know, just to expand on that, that comparison, uh, racehorse living versus the, the donkey principle, you know, that, that we're, when we're on a, an endless loop of competition going for gold medals and for yes. the, you know, kind of reaching for that brass ring, um, or we can choose to get off of that endless loop and go to what, to the mountain treks to uh, look for the gold mines. So if you are identifying with a donkey, you're saying you're not, you're not made for a racetrack. You are made for a gold mine and it, and your life is that gold mine and, and that rich vein of gold that is, um, that is within you is just waiting to be mined, but it's going to take some, a lot of work to go in there to, to go deep time after time in order to, you know, take up that rubble and move that out of the way and blast your way to find that mother load of gold that, that has been placed within us. And I think that that is your gift to the world um, that's been placed within you. And, um, and we can't, it takes time and it takes reflection. It takes um, being willing to be curious about our own lives and, and our own stories. And, um, and it takes a willingness to, um, to just, stick with it for the long haul to really find what is that gold that is within us that um that's that calling that's that meaningful work that you can bring to the world and offer it um as a blessing to others and i'm not talking about you know like you have to start a great ministry or you have to start a write a book or you know do something that's big I think the goal that is within each of us is um, finding our unique strengths and combining that with our unique story and uh, figuring out what our pace is and then, and then just seeing how can we serve others? So, you know, for many people, you know, for moms, you, your gold may be serving your family. That is your gift to the world. You're raising kids. You are imparting and, you know, it things into them. You're the taxi driver, (laughs) you know, you're doing all the things that is a beautiful gift and, and, um, it should never be, um, undervalued. Uh, Maybe your gift is um, serving in a, you know, in a nursery at church, or you're a greeter at the door, or, you know, whatever the case is, but that that place where you find joy uh, in giving, uh, I think, you know, that that's where you need to start looking. Right, 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 right. And those things are huge things. You know, we can't, they are. And, and number one, I, I always think about families, not everyone um, has the opportunity to, um, you know, really pour into their children and, and mm-hmm. take a time and space to say, this is the time um, that I'm going to use to invest 
in um, in my family. Not everyone, number one, has that opportunity. And um, we need to probably adjust how we think about that and, and realize that that is a huge calling and will pay dividends for years and years and years to come, generations to come, really. So I love that. Um, one one thing I'll get to this, you know, this this book is very practical. It gets into the practical things and gives you some really good step by step, ask you great questions. Um, but this is one thing that I I starred it, and it's about a flash. It says what is true of flash the donkey is true of you. You were valuable before anyone ever recognized your worth. Even before you took your first breath, you were created for goodness, not for achievement, but for presence that comes from deep within, a knowing, a sureness, a trueness that you belong in this world and you are worthy of your place here. Um, then it goes on saying that, you know, you should live untroubled and you should live um, hopeful and confident in each day. And, um, I, I just thought a lot of times that is the reminder that we need, not even if we're thinking I'm an, I've got my, you know, I've got my place that is gold and I, I know what it is. Maybe someone is just wanting to make it through today in whatever they're, they're dealing with. That is a great word um, mm -hmm. really just for the moment, just for mm -hmm. today, just to sit down take a breath and breathe in that truthfulness. I, I just, um, you know, that, that chapter, I, ha I was probably one of the first chapters that I had in my mind that I wanted to impart. And, and that is that, you know, for those of us who feel like a donkey, like mm -hmm. everybody else is making it, everybody else is driving a nicer car. Everybody else has better job and is doing all the things. And, and then we look at our, you know, piles of dishes and laundry and the bills and, um, you know, whatever, our, whatever our struggle is. And, um, and it, we devalue just even our presence in this world. And, um, and if there's, if there's nothing else that, that you take away from the book, and it, it is this, that the truest thing about you is that you are worthy, that you are loved, that you are worthy of this life and your place in it. And, um, and, and you are supposed to be here that you, that it's not about your achievements. And even in the struggle, even in the struggle, even because of the struggle and through the struggle, there are moments where, um, you know, you don't always sense God's presence with you. Um, you know, sometimes that you, there is that absence, but, um, but just to be reminded that God is with you in your deepest, darkest moments and, um, your miracle may be just around the corner. It may show up looking like nothing <laughs> like you planned. You know, I thought my miracle would be the publisher's clearinghouse, um, people with the big old check, you know, mm -hmm. that I was going to get, $5,000 a week for the rest of my life. That was my idea of what a miracle would be. Um, but sometimes our, our miracles or the answer to our prayer looks more like an interruption. It looks more like a detour, um, looks more like a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, 
And I think if we just take a step back and look at the circumstances that are in our lives and maybe just ask, is there something in here that may lead me to the answer or that there's something that I can learn or there's something that I can clean or hang on to? And then you just keep walking. You know, you just take the next slow step, take the next slow step. And eventually you, you will find yourself in a place where you look back and go, oh, okay, (laughs) now I get it. Yeah. Now I see, you know, I see how, how God has used all of this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now I want to talk a little bit about, um, just the, the practical things that you share. Um, and I want to talk about calendaring, um, because yeah, that's, that's huge. Now you also go into great things like, you know, rest and pausing and having joy and, um, the time to play, all of those things. We we are learning, Roosevelt and I, my husband, we are learning um, that and the importance of that, especially in this very, very, very busy season um, that the Lord has us in right now is full of joy, but it is busy. And, mm-hmm. and the resting and the pausing and just playing, doing things really just to, just to smile and, you know, those, those things are so very important, but I would love to talk about calendaring because, um, that's, that's, hard. <laughs> you know, that's hard for some people, especially for, it may be easier for people who are administrative minded. Um, yeah. I am creative minded and literally all over the place at the same time. <laughs> and so, how does calendaring um, come into play in for you in your life? Oh, well, as a fellow creative, you know, I just buck against having a schedule and having to write down a goal or a, or a deadline. Yes. But I also know that, um, man, if I have a deadline, that is the fire that I need to, to, you know, work toward it. And I'm telling you, if, if I have a year to get something done, I will take I'll be working on that on day number 365. You know, we I will be burning the midnight oil. Um, or if I had a month to do it, I'll still be burning the midnight midnight oil, right? So they as they say, you know, a job takes as long as you have to give toward it. Okay. <laughs> um and and I think for those of us who have um particularly maybe creative goals or goals that we want to um do or a calling or, you know, or just something that we want to do that we're trying to fit into the margins of our life. They will never, ever, ever fit unless you give yourself a deadline and put some, something on the calendar. And, um, and it may be just a simple, uh, a simple, you know, pick a date that you're going to write that first poem that you've always been wanting to write. And you may we grab a accountability partner or someone, but, um, but studies show that even that the simple act of writing something down, um, on your calendar gives you a much greater chance of actually getting it done. And if you tell someone about your goal, you also have a greater chance of getting it done. And both of those things are really hard for me. Like, I want to just keep things really vague and loose just in case, you know, something comes up or I fail to meet it. I've kind of give myself an out, but, um, 
but nothing happens. You know, I will just put it off and put it off and put it off. So if you are struggling to, um, you know, to just accomplish something and maybe it's not a big, you know, a big life goal, but it's just your goal to, um, you know, get your laundry folded or, um, take care of a stack of papers on the end of your desk by giving yourself a deadline to, to get that done, that ensures, uh, that gives you a much greater chance that, that you're actually going to accomplish that. And small little wins add up to a big victory. They create a momentum in your life. Well, if I can do this little thing, then I can do this next little task. Um, chopping things up into small tasks and putting them on the calendar is really, really powerful. And and celebrate yourself after you get <laughs> yeah. those. Yeah. I mean, have a piece of chocolate candy, whatever it is, you know, ce- mm-hmm. celebrate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I think, again, we we think that the things that should be celebrated are the really big things, right. you know, right. woo got a job promotion. Well, yeah, sure. Celebrate that. That's a that is a big deal. But also for some of us, you know, drinking enough water <laughs> in a day, if that's your goal, you know, you should celebrate that as well in, you know, in some small way to, um, you know, just to keep yourself moving forward. I think that's that's probably the biggest key. Yeah. 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 I love it. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for, um, for joining us. I want to encourage everybody to get the donkey mm-hmm. principle. Um, you can get it. I got mine from Amazon. Uh, what are the mm-hmm. other ways to get it? Oh, uh, you know, I, I do love the Amazon, but, uh, you know, your local bookstore, Barnes and Noble is carrying it. Um, choice yeah. books is going to be carrying it. Those little kiosks that are in the airports and grocery stores, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would, I would just, you know, get one, get a copy for yourself and then get, get one for someone else and maybe even go through it together because there are places that you can, um, pause and reflect and discuss. And, um, there's some, there's some fun, uh, you know, easy breezy chapters that are good reminders. And then there's some other ones that may challenge you to, uh, to really stop and take a look at, um, some of the things that you've thought your assumptions, your, you know, the way you're going about your, you know, your goals in your life. But I do believe that it's going to help you to, um, to, to just find that pace for yourself and find that meaningful work that, that as only you can do and, um, and bring that gold to the world. Yeah. I love it. And then Rachel, also, I thought, um, I am on your email list. So I get your Sunday, I think they're called Sunday gold, right? Mm -hmm. Um, how can people join your email list? Because um, those are, they're, they're, they're short they're, and they pack a punch. And um, I know that so many people would be helped by them. Oh, they, that's so sweet. Um, RachelAnnRidge.com. Um, you can go there and uh, find the little thing to fill out to get my newsletters. I, I do love to send those out once a week on Sunday evenings. Uh, just a pause for uh, a bit of reflection to help you find your own gold. And uh, I love, I love being able to offer that to people. Yeah, absolutely. So everyone do that. And, and um, like Rachel said, this is, it's great for you to go through by yourself, but I I really think that this would be most powerful in, um, in groups and uh, and most impactful in groups where you can have that discussion. And we've talked some um, on every heart, 
um, on some past shows about the importance of having your tribe around you um, as you do life. It, it really is. It really is helpful. And I think it's a message um, that the Lord is sending us for um, for for right now. So, Rachel, thank you so much for being on the show um, again. I always love and enjoy having conversations with you. You are just the best. Continue success. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at your pace. I love it that you, cause sometimes I see you and I'm like, Rachel, what's the next big thing? And you're like, I just had a grandbaby and that is <laughs> the next big thing. And, and, and that is so appropriate because you don't want to miss that time, you know? Um, but we, we are, uh, celebrating you as, mm-hmm. as you release, uh, the donkey principle. And so everyone, my name is Carla Nivens. I am your host. Um, I hope today was inspiring and helpful for you. Our show is a partner of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Go to loveministriesbuilds.org. You get all of the great information about Love Ministries. You can also head to my website at carlanivens.com. Everyone have a great week. <music>